Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. Welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, and I'm overjoyed to have in studio one of our own little brother, alumni little brother, Maurice McDaniel, class of 2014, Miami, Norland, senior high school, repping the brand. He graduated from the Florida State University in 2019. Little bro, welcome to the studio. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Oh, no, the pleasure is ours, and there's so much we can talk about. Yes. Uh, We're going to be real and raw. Okay. And as we think about just taking that shot in life, and when I say taking that shot in life, I mean that sincerely because you play a little basketball as well. We're going to talk about a little basketball also. Uh, standing next to you, I feel short. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, let's let's start with just with family. I yes. mean, as, as a little brother, you are family. And it's important that you know, this uh, podcast is it's a mentoring podcast. Absolutely. We talk about relationships. So family, school, and career. That's where I want to take this today. So let's start with just your journey and your family. Just, just, just talking about it. it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, family, right? That's where it all begins. So um, I've gotten a little bit more eloquent when I talk about family over the years, uh, just because, you know, as you get older, you, you start to realize more. You look back on your journey. I'm now uh, maybe two or three years out of school, and I think about, um, you know, my parents, right, uh, coming from Jamaica. Uh, my parents are Jamaican. Uh, they were born there. Respect. Moved to America, tried to, you know, follow the American dream like just so many others. And then I think about my church family. Um, I think about my community family, people who are a part of the family, those who, you know, speak life into you, those who um, really just believe in you. You know, they say it takes a village, but it really does. So I think about the different communities I've been in. Um, it, like I mentioned, my personal family, my church family, and just everyone who's responsible for me being here, school, family, whether that be, you know, elementary school, middle school, just people you've met along the way. I feel like it, um, I'm a product of uh, everyone, and I've learned growing older, I'm not here by my own accord, so um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here, not just in this room, but just uh, as a product of, you know, everyone who's invested in me so far, so Really, really excited to be here. And I love that perspective. When you say you're a product of everybody that's been around and those that have blessed you, uh, your church family, yes. uh, your mom and dad, uh, you know, from Jamaica, seeking to live that American dream, just they want the best for you. Yes. But that road hasn't always been smooth. That road has, has been, I mean, when we talk about the road, the success journey. Yes. Uh, and so let's talk about uh, some of those challenges that you have clearly Overcome, dealt with, and that speaks to your resiliency as well, as well as your family. Well, um, growing up in Miami, I lived in Opelika, Liberty City, Miami Gardens, and um, if you're familiar with any of those areas, you know, um, predominantly black, but uh, um, sometimes the crime rate is a lot higher than you know you'd want it to be, right? Uh, so, growing up, I've seen things and experienced things firsthand. Um, friends that have passed away, not only back in uh, you know just growing up, but even still to this day, like. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a real real blessing. It's a real like a gift, a miracle to still be walking, uh, considering just the factors of you know the environment that I've been in, and not only that, um, you know, socioeconomic things as well, right? Um, typical rag to riches story. You've heard it a million times, but um, it was hard. My mother, uh, God bless her, she has uh, you know done everything she can, but uh, just like many people in America and all over the world. 
Um, you know, you, you want to give your family the most, uh, but sometimes that's a little bit difficult. And it's, it's not necessarily because you don't want to. It's just everybody's dealt different cards, and we do the best we can to play those cards. So um, even, you know, going through school, I remember sometimes uh, just not realizing at the time, but reflecting, realizing how much of a sacrifice it was for, you know, my mother and those around me to uh, send me to school without a worry. Um, and I think that's not highlighted as much when we think about, you know, um, people who grow up in poverty. Yes, it may not have been, you know, the most uh, cushy, the most, uh, you know, uh, bountiful, uh, you know, when it comes to resources and things of that nature. But um, it's amazing growing up in it and being around people who have grown up in that environment who, even though they may not have had as much money to go around, uh, as a kid, you, you don't realize that you're going through it just because of the level of sacrifice. Um, so I really didn't have, you know, the, the, the typical rags the richest story when I say that I was wealthy because of the people around me. Mm. And they may not have been in the bank account, but when it comes to, you know, good, caring, and genuine people, I would definitely say um, that made up quite a bit of the wealth I had as a child. So, uh, yes, it's, it wasn't easy, but um, I, I, I would definitely, I wouldn't change it for the world because what I've realized is the more that you go through, the, the more you learn how to get through. So um, I'm grateful for it. Back then, uh, you know, catching a bus in the summer in Miami every day, catching a bus every everywhere, it's not, you know, the coldest experience in the world, but um, I definitely appreciate those moments because what it, it has allowed me to do is um, in the future just consider people outside of myself who have been in the same situations and um, hopefully, you know, reinvest in those people like they've invested in me. So, And as I think about, we're here in studio with alumni little brother Maurice uh, McDaniel, uh, graduate scholarship recipient. We're going to talk about that. But as we, your perspective on family, and it's not lost on me, and I want, I want our audience to understand. Uh, I remember you telling, you telling stories. There's so much. I mean, I grew up in inner city Toledo, Ohio, mm-hmm. and people see me in a, in a suit and all of that, and it's like, well, okay, but let me be clear. Yes. We were, we were poor, mm-hmm. but, you surrounded, but I was surrounded by love, and that's Absolutely. priceless. Absolutely. And people could hear that and say, oh, Yes. But I need you to I need you to break it down a little further for me. Okay. Uh, I mean, again, I think about you know growing up in little twin bed and not having much, and mm-hmm. you know, again, mm-hmm. I don't share that to be a, for a sob story. Right. I, I celebrate that. That's exactly. why I appreciate money today. Exactly. I appreciate time. I appreciate other other people's generosity. So from that lens. You talk about his typical rags riches story, but you glossed over the rags. And I want to give people some perspective. Mm-hmm. You were surrounded by some incredible people that helped you shape you and who you are today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some more incredible people as well. But just to give us a, just it's one of the challenges in, in full HD, brother. Okay, so, um, you know, I would definitely share a little bit more about, um, you know, my mother. So she was a single mother. Mm. Um and of course, trying to make ends meet is not as easy on the body. You know, you, you, you really try your best to sacrifice for kids and give more than you have. And um, unfortunately, sometimes that takes a toll on your health. So um, even though my mother would be willing to go out there and work like crazy, um, fortunately, she uh, just couldn't to a point. So we ended up um, having her be on disability. So it was pretty much disability checks um, throughout most of my, I would say, uh, junior high and senior high career. And, you know, trying to support a family off of, you know, not much. It's just 
it's not much from the government. They're not giving you, you know, enough to drive a right. Benz down the street. You right. can, you know, get a bus, bus pass and probably um, get something to eat. But it, it's pretty much not the all-star experience, of course, you might imagine. Um, but essentially, um, there was times we had to move in with family members. Um, there were times where uh, there was just not a bed, enough beds to go around. So um, as I got older, my mother... Um, in certain areas we stayed in, they were a little bit more well-kept. Uh, I remember being a little bit younger, having to sleep on the floor um, just because there just wasn't the space. And we eventually moved into a place in Opalaka where we really didn't have, um, like, the place was just overrun with pests, unfortunately. So the floor wasn't an option. And we even had to, um, in high school, I had to share a bed with my mother. So um, that's something I'm proud of to this day. And the reason why is just because it just shows the level of sacrifice. Um, it shows her level of commitment, her standard, even though, you know, we may not have uh, the most, we'll, we'll do whatever it takes to make uh, ends meet. So she made sure no matter what that I was always well taken care of, but it definitely um, just due to circumstance, not due to, you know, some people like to paint people who are, you know, less fortunate than others as lazy or mm -hmm. you know not ambitious sometimes it's not that sometimes it's just about exposures and opportunities some they're sometimes they're afforded sometimes they're not um but i would definitely say um just sharing the bed with my mother um going through uh, just health issues um being one of the first in the family to graduate uh well uh, go to university and just not having much people in um you know around me where i felt like I could really, really, really model myself after. Like, I wanted to be a CEO when I was a kid. And I just, I didn't know many CEOs. I wanted to do things I saw on TV. That's not something I saw around me. So, um, you know, I, I, I wanted more. Uh, but at that point in time, and I, I know we'll get to this, but um, when you don't have that exposure, you definitely, definitely, definitely don't realize it, but it, it plays a huge toll on you. Well, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I want to just be clear to our, our audience, shining a light on how you grew up and the specifics of how you grew up, mm -hmm. not to in any way uh, minimize or just, oh, this poor kid. No, just the opposite. Mm -hmm. This rich kid, through relationships, mm -hmm. overcame some socioeconomic circumstances mm -hmm. that led to your success. Oh, so, I was fortunate. I feel like I was more fortunate than most people, there to you be go. honest with perspective, you. Perspective, brother. See, that's a perspective. So let's go ahead and let's talk about relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, your mom trusted us, your school. Where'd you go to high school again? Uh, Miami New Orleans Senior High School. Home, Miami New Orleans Senior High School. Home, home of the Vikings. Of the Vikings. Home of Championship. the Championship. Standard Vikings. Yes, yes, wait, yes. Wait, but hold on now. See, if we get a, we got a Viking. I was principal of the day at Miami New Orleans a couple months back, uh, and so that was a great experience. Incredible folks over at Miami New Orleans Senior High. Shout out to the Vikings over there. But if we're gonna mention Vikings, we okay. gotta go to a little hardware. Oh, Talk yes. to us about that hardware. Um, you know, my my coach um, is one of the people's. I would say exposed me to a different type of lifestyle. Right. Um, and that's why I say it's really hard, even though the money wasn't there, it's really hard for me to say I was disadvantaged, really hard, like extremely. And the reason why I met people who are life changers. So this right here is a testament to just a mindset of excellence. Right. Um, I, I ended up going to my Northern Senior High School and 
I just knew they were good at basketball. It was something about the coach. He said, hey, if you want to be great, come play for Norland. That's, that's what he said. He wasn't talking about championships or anything. Long story short, after years of, you know, just being around someone who thought that excellence was a habit, not just something that happens, but, like, kept the standard discipline. When I talk about discipline, respect, um, just self-worth, these types of things, self-preservation, uh, growth, um, just self-accountability, being able to be coachable, these types of things, what those things amount to in any aspect of life, in my opinion, is championship. So our team was pretty good. We had some people play uh, Division One basketball, but more than anything, I think the men that I, um, I was surrounded by on those basketball teams that won those championships, um, they're just products of, you know, a, a, a really advantaged a really, really, really advantageous point in life because they like being around someone who sees more in you than you currently see. Um, it, it 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 can bring you to places that you will never even imagine. So those championships, we won those playing basketball. But I I would definitely say anyone who got to be around my coach uh, Lawton Williams, uh, currently still the coach of um, uh, Miami Northern Senior High School. Um, it 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 was really, really, really fortunate like I'm, I'm i'm so fortunate like it's a championship mentality absolutely and when you think about a championship mentality mm-hmm. you got to surround yourself with team mm-hmm. i'll never forget our after we matched you as a little brother yes we're going to talk about mentorship mm-hmm. uh and you know young man living in the miami gardens area going to high school in yes. the city of miami gardens miami norland then you became a little brother mm-hmm. but before when you became a little brother and again, shout out to SGWS, Southern Glazer Wine and Spirits, who uh, you were mentored there in our school to work program. So you're, and we're going to talk about your experience there. But one of the things you you all played out in Pembroke Pines, a game one night. I think you already know where I'm going. I'm sitting in the stands checking out the game, and you all were warming up. I think, or before you warmed up, you came over and just, just shook my hand. That said a lot about you. Thank you. Because you recognize, like, there's that there's that guy. From big brothers, big sisters. But again, surrounding yourself with people. And look at us full circle. Yes. You were a high school student on the way to a championship that year. Now here you are a college graduate. Mm-hmm. You have a career. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to mentorship. Talk about your experience as a little brother, how that helped you in terms of continuing the richness of relationships. Well, um, it's, it's, it's really deep for me. And the reason why I say that, um, the reason why I got a part of the uh, the program in the first place is from someone who's very special in my life, uh, Ms. Katrina Minus. Mm. Um, she oversaw an academic program. So, uh, you know, if any parents are watching, please encourage your kids to join these programs, these magnet programs. I was in the Academy of Hospitality and Tourism. And what this did, it just kept pushing me. It was a reason to do something different. It was a way to meet new people, and uh, people are the most important asset in your life. The, everything in life is about people, and that's what Big Brothers and Big Sisters was about to me uh, because what that allowed me to experience, you know, just going through the Academy of Hospitality and Tourism, learning about the program, and eventually getting in the program. Uh, it was fun at first because we got to leave class. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You know, in you. high school, you're just looking for a reason to leave You're not the first high school right? student that enjoyed anywhere. Where are we going? My, Metro Zoo? It don't matter. Let's go. So they're giving us food. We don't have to go to class. <laughs> Come Perfect. On. Let's I go. love it. Um, but what I didn't realize at the time was um, my mentor, Mike Robillard, right, he was really instrumental. He didn't – I'm going to be honest with you. 
he wasn't coming in and trying to be this huge hero, but he really showed me a lot because um, what we need in the career and, you know, down the line, we need to know how to navigate in just different rooms, right? It's not about just trying to be this person and switching up who you are. It's about learning to speak new languages. So I didn't know it at the time, but it was like being exposed to like a, a new language, the language of the workplace, right? Mm. Language of a corporate workplace, people coming in who have, you know, decent jobs. They can take care of their families. They're not really worried. What do these people do? Like I'm, when I look around me, I don't see that. I see people, they work hard, maybe, you know, an hourly position, but they're not salaried. They don't have 401ks. They, you know, they, they, they it's just a different, that you know, I would say white collar lifestyle. And that's not something you have a lot of experience to, especially growing up in the um, inner city, right? So it was just instrumental. The more I, I reflect on it, just learning and seeing, you know, uh, just what a, a corporate environment was like. Um, learning from myself, um, from my mentor, learning from other people's mentors, because the kids, they'll go home and talk about, hey, what does your mentor do? And we, we, we'd see different things, look how a company operates. And I, I really, one of the things I live by in life is um, you believe in what you know, right? You believe in what you know. The more you see, the more you know, the more you can believe in something. And information changes things. So the more information you get, the more you change your mind. Before you weren't exposed to a certain lifestyle, once you get exposed to that, you start saying, hey, why not me? Why not me? You know, a funny story, right? When I was in high school, I thought I couldn't write it like a five-page paper, right? And I wasn't gifted. I was smart. I just didn't think that that was something I could do, right? So in all these areas of life, um, one of the things I most appreciated was just realizing that just having someone talking you, you know, just talking you down and saying, hey, you can do this. I can do this. You can do this. What, what you think is so hard to achieve is not that hard. Um, and that's what Mike and a lot of the big brothers and big sisters did for us. Um, they just made it feel like um, one, and one small aspect that was huge. It was close to the school. Somebody Minutes away. Who, like literally, Miami Norland and Sun and Glazers, that uh, center, I'm not sure if it's in the same place, it was like a 10, 15 minute ride, tops with traffic. And somebody who you never know, who lives this extremely different life, They've everything about them is different. And it's like, I've never, everyone I know, I understand their story. Most, you know, single parent household probably struggling or, um, you know, not really just living life to the fullest some people would say, right? And then you meet these people who are just like, oh, I'm from Connecticut. And you're like, wow, I've never met someone from Connecticut. You, you, all, you've been in Miami-Dade County your whole life. You just get exposed to different things. And, I mean, it was, it was just really instrumental. Um, I can't speak enough about it, but honestly, uh, I really appreciate the program, the mentorship aspect. Um, one of the biggest things I would say for me is that uh, Mike wrote uh, my letter to Florida State University, my um, letter of recommendation. And at that point in time, you think now you can ask anybody, right? If you wanted somebody to recommend you, where would you go? You have a long list of people. But as a high school kid, right, um, that's a huge deal, like, to even ask for that. Like, those corporate actions that, oh, send an email, make a phone call, ask for a favor, that's not something you get taught. You don't get taught how to be resourceful. You don't get taught these things. So to have a resource just right there in your corner that's going to, you know, start you on that path, um, it, it, it's, it's really priceless, and I've, um, I read that letter recommendation pretty much like maybe I would say at least once or twice a year just because 
Um, so it's like somebody believing in me before I knew what I was capable of. And uh, I mean, it, it, I, I connected with Mike, uh, with Mike on LinkedIn as well. So, uh, but it, it was a really amazing experience, and I'm, I'm deeply proud of um, just everything that the Big Brothers and Big Sisters organization does. Well, we're proud of you. Mm-hmm. We're thankful for partners. Mm-hmm. Like SGWS, we're thankful mm-hmm. uh, to have uh, individuals like Mike, uh, who literally, uh, when I think about basketball, and I think I want to be like Mike, uh, see, it's a whole different context, little brother. We're here in studio with uh, alumni little brother Maurice McDaniel, a graduate of Miami New Orleans Senior High, yes. mentored in the city of Miami Gardens, product of the city of Miami Gardens, but most importantly, uh, success. We're going to be right back in just a minute. So, so little bro, let's let's jump back into it as we talk about your family, as we talk about uh, your time at Miami New Orleans Senior yes. High and the championships off the court. But brother, you have been successful off the court. So you've been on the court doing your thing in basketball. 2013, 2014, you got the jewelry to prove it. Thanks for bringing that by the studio as well. We always welcome trophies and rings and all of that because winning is a mentality. But you also took care of business in the classroom. Yes. So from mentorship, let's pivot. Yes. Intentional word. Let's, you pivot on the court, but let's pivot to scholarship. Okay. And so I will throw out – let's play the name game. Okay. I'm going to throw out a name of a person. And you tell me what comes to mind. Okay. Shane Battier. Ah. Family. True family. And the, the reason why I say that, um, I applied for this scholarship through Big Brothers Big Sisters. I didn't know what the cost or what the price or the amount or what it entailed or anything like that. I was just in high school. You know, I was doing good. I had a decent GPA. I think my graduated 5.2. Decent GPA, 5.2. Let's go. scholar athlete, you know. Um, But I applied, and then next thing you know, I got called down to some office in, you know, South Florida. I'm I'm up north. I'm in, you know, Miami Gardens. So I I caught the bus because I I caught the bus everywhere. Did this interview with people, and to no knowledge, I'm just, like, telling them, hey, you know, this is my life. This is me, my mom. We grew up rough. You know, things were tough and just – Explaining, you know, kids don't really think too much. The next thing you know, I'm at this scholarship ceremony with my parents. I'm like, oh, maybe it's you know a thousand dollars. I really appreciate it. These people are nice. They said twenty thousand dollars, and I'm like, my parents are looking at me like, how did how, how did you stumble upon this? Let's pause. And Hit that pause button for a minute. Do you remember where that was? That scholarship I think ceremony it was at the Hyatt. If I'm not mistaken. We had a scholarship ceremony. We went to the Hyatt, but I think your scholarship ceremony was, I think, at uh, the Adrian R. Center. It might, listen, it was. <laughs> you just don't. You I, you I remember money. the moment. I remember the moment. because You know who announced that scholarship? It was you. <laughs> I remember the it was, I, it's, it was a surreal moment because I'm a kid, like, I had never heard that amount of money with my name attached anywhere close to it. So I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and what that it, it whirlwind it was a whirlwind it, it really spurred it was like a, a changing point in my life it, it seemed like all the good relationships I had um, those good investments and relationships paid off at one time because ever since I got that scholarship um, the Shane Betty takes charge scholarship they've been a family uh, a lot of scholarships they give you money and say have a great time right do good do well but uh, Shane and uh, you know just a take charge family they really invest in people um, you know when I was in school. Being first generation, I had deep depression, right? I had, uh, you know, I went through imposter syndrome, right? 
because, you know, in high school, you go to inner city high school, um, unfortunately, in some classes, if you can read, they think you're amazing, right, at some of these schools. It's just, unfortunately, that's school to prison pipeline, all of those matters. Unfortunately, some of our students aren't, you know, being challenged like that, right? And what happens is, you know, academically you do well, but when you get to this big university, you just want to do everything, and you take on everything, and you just don't realize what that entails. You don't have somebody, you know, your family who you can call and say, hey, this is how college is going, check in on your grades or this type of thing. They don't know what it's like. You know, you don't have to send your report card home to mom. You're just going through doing your best. And if you're not careful, that 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 weight of the world that hey you're the you're the golden boy you're the great you're gonna be great everybody's believing in you. After a while, you know that can become a load, and I ended up getting depressed, and I was ashamed, you know, because I'm like, wow, these people have invested in me, right? And I'm not being, you know, a good steward of their investment. And you know, what? Um, it was a changing moment in my life to let you know I'm a human being. Like, yes, I'm a person who has a you know a nice story, but I'm still a human being. Like, I'm not perfect, right? And what Shane did, he allowed me to, you know, take charge of my life again. It's like high school, everything was going great. Um, then college got a little rocky. And then I, what Shane did, like as a family member, like a father, like an uncle, just sat me down and said, you know what, Maurice, you got this. You can do well. And ever since then, I mean, I've graduated. I moved across the country and back. Uh, right now I'm working at Jackson Health System as a staff auditor. Um, I, I, It's like I feel like my life is literally – I took control of it, and I think a lot of that I, I want to pay, you know, homage to uh, just what Shane did. Because when the most, when you get this, imagine getting a magical opportunity from somebody, and then you know being ashamed when you're not, uh, you know, when you get depressed, right? You feel like, hey, I'm not doing as good as I should be doing, right? And then that person says they still believe in you. You don't have to be perfect. Just keep on trying, right? Um, it's that's it's, it's mentorship because not everything is all smiles, you know, peaches and cream. Not everything is going to always be, you know, sunshine and you know it's it's not. Um, so the, the value of mentorship, I would say, with Shane and being family, is because sometimes you need someone to lean on when things aren't going well. Yes, you want someone to motivate you, but also the accountability aspect. And um, I just really appreciate that because um, it, it, it it's real. You know, we talk a lot more about mental health these days. Uh, but um, when you say the word Shane Vadier to me, um, I look at it, uh, him as a family member. And uh, when I look at how everything started, it started from family, uh, my, my mom, uh, church family, sending me to school, making sure I'm good and being in school, getting involved. Uh, family, uh, Katrina Mice getting involved with the Big Brothers Big Sisters program and then meeting people who became like family and pushing me to go to school, um, helping me get to school people at Florida State University helping me out, uh, Shane Battier being there for me. And now I'm thinking, okay, how can I be there for someone, right? Because the people who are in my life, um, some will say I'm a success story, but if it weren't for just people who are mentors, as nice as my story is, without one of those people, I wouldn't have been here. So um, I just think mentorship is just extremely important to have someone there um, who, you know, cares about you, um, success or failure, will, just willing to push you, keep you accountable, and just motivate you. Um, it, it's just, you know, all the way through, it's just amazing. So, Little bro, as I deal with this lump in my throat, <clears throat> we are so proud of you. I know your mother's proud of you. I think I went off topic a little bit. No, you didn't go off topic. <laughs> Please, you told your story, brother. And the way you just connected family throughout, you took your shot. Yeah. 
but you had a whole lot of people boxing out. <laughs> yeah. You had so you had a whole lot of people passing you the ball. Are you you're a po- you have a poetry book? Now come on, brother. I just, I'm, a, I'm a strategist, brother. <laughs> but all the dots connected. Yeah. So all we do, mm-hmm. and so really and truly, and this is this is what this podcast is all about. Mm-hmm. Recently, and I want you to share with everybody. Recently, mm-hmm. you joined me in a meeting yes. with executives from the same company that mentored you. I, I had you open the meeting and you close the meeting. Yes. How'd that feel? It was surreal. It was a deja vu moment. Um, it felt like how it felt when I was in school um, because, you know, being a young professional now, right, you know, I'm getting my feet under me. I'm, I'm not, I know who the executives are, but I'm not there. I'm working my way up. So just like a kid in high school who's just trying to get a job one day or be successful, to be, you know, a young professional and sit in meetings with executives, I'm like, wow, this is, you know, a big brother moment. All It's like full circle. So uh, it's amazing. Mentoring doesn't end. Be ready when I pass you the ball. Be ready when anybody passes you the ball. Mm -hmm. And be ready to take your shot. Florida State graduate 2019, Miami Norland class of 2014, staff auditor at Jackson Health. Big shout out to big brother and true friend Shane Battier. Thank you for investing in our youth. It's one thing to just say two-time, you know, again, multiple NCAA championships, multiple uh, NBA championships. But no, in the game of life, he's investing in in folks like you, Maurice. And you're the reason we come to work every day. If you want to get involved, you want to join the team, you may be a mom out there with a son or a daughter, bbbsmiami.org, bbbsmiami.org. Sign up your child. Put them on the court, and we're going. Believe me, we're going to take care of them. We thank your mom for trusting us. We thank Miss Minus for referring us. If you're out there and you say, you know what, that's a cool young man, and he is. I want to be involved as a big bbbsmiami.org. In life, in the game of life, everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Let's go. This is the game of life.